Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Okay, Bobby, this was a story that when we got to where we were going, we were there on site in person together, and I felt like we were in the movie like the second Matrix movie at Zion, (laughs) seeing the underground inner workings of this massive city. Uh, It was really cool, especially if you're into like engineering and just thinking about how this whole thing was figured out and organized. We're talking about the pump room for the deep tunnel. Bobby, you and I went 321 feet, I think it was, below ground through this massive elevator to where the pump station is right outside the deep tunnel. Yes, I've been asking for years to go in the deep tunnel. It's not typically an opportunity, although others have done it, because they only go in every decade or so just to kind of clean it out because there's buildup of dangerous gases. I mean, it's just not like the kind of thing people are popping in once a week to do. Yeah, know? that's like every other decade pretty much, right? It's, yeah, it's been about every 10 years, right? Yeah, and this is a, a huge holding, like an underwater 28 miles of holding tank for various stages of rainwater runoff and water that needs to be processed through MMSD. Yeah. And if you go to the MMSD website, you can see that it's not just like one long tube. It's got like tentacles almost. It's almost like a hand with like fingers that come out. And it goes all over the city. It goes way out west to the far northwest side. It goes south of Jones Island a little bit. It goes way up straight north up toward Brown Deer. So it really is underneath a lot of the city. So it runs for 28 miles, and the whole operation is powered by these three pumps that we got to see in person after taking this three-minute elevator ride underneath Lake Michigan. Yeah, which was amazing because – so then, you know, I always asked to go down, and they said, well, we could take you in the pump room. You want to go to there? I'm like, yeah, I want to go there. (laughs) You're right. When you asked me, I was like, yeah, I want to go to the pump room. And so the whole thing felt like a movie, didn't it? Like we had to – we sort of rendezvoused underneath the Hone Bridge – we had to like. It was raining it was, first off. It was yeah, pouring rain, and we were like each sitting in our own cars <laughs> yeah. <laughs> until we all arrived. It was very crazy. And this is somewhere that the public definitely doesn't normally. You can't really even get there. Like it was behind a fence, and you know, oh, it's yeah, like right. well deep into Jones Island. Right, and you can go. I mean, the public gets invited in for doors open every year to see the Milorganite plant. But the only people I heard from after I posted a photo from this was people who actually work there or work for contractors who go in there to do work. And one of my favorite parts of going down there was this huge round access shaft oh, yes. that leads from the ground all the way like the 321 feet down which they use to lift and lower things in you know that they can't take in this elevator and there's a ladder that runs up through this whole yes. thing and we joked about it while we were down there and there's a guy who recognized immediately when I posted a picture down there he said oh yeah I go down there all the time and then he said you jinxed me the next day he said you jinxed me because I got a work order to go there today oh really wow <laughs> and I asked him if he ever did the ladder and he said yes once for fun oh that and would not be it, fun for me he said it took him 25 minutes <laughs> yeah so this ladder you can stand at the bottom and you look straight up and there's this tiny, tiny speck of light that's the surface, you know, and the circular channel that you could take the ladder, I suppose, if there was an emergency. But man, that is... uh Looked a little scary. And it's interesting because at the top, when we got back to the surface, you can look down from where we were standing. That's and... why I think I'd rather go up than down. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like start from the bottom and work my way up. Because if I was at the top, there's probably no way I would go down. Yeah. Well, we're going to listen to that tape and meet Bill Graffin from MMSD, who took us on a tour 321 feet underground. And we're going to also meet somebody who works down there. Yeah, uh, we're going to meet some there... of his colleagues. Too, yeah. So, yeah. So that's next on Urban Spelunking. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? 
It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. Top of the shaft, essentially, right? We're going down to the not the deep level, but the pump station that's at the yes. end of it. I've lived in Milwaukee all my life, and I never thought I'd see the day where I'd get to go 300 feet below Lake Michigan. The elevator ride went quickly with people like Bill Graffin from MMSD and Andy Neeland, who works with a partnering company, cracking a few jokes on the way down. So I have to include uh, the standards speech on the way down is that the, the ride down is free. Yeah. The ride back up is, depends how much you got. Alright. <laughs> well. Just under The purpose of the deep tunnel, for somebody who doesn't know anything about it, it's to collect the rainwater runoff until it can be treated? Exactly. Yeah. It's a big bathtub. It, it stores water and, and wastewater and polluted runoff until the treatment plants have the time and capacity to clean it. The treatment plants can only clean so much a day, and that's about 300 million gallons each. And when you get more water into the system than the treatment plants can handle, well, you got to put it somewhere until you have time to clean it. Otherwise, it's going to end up backing up in the whole system and into people's basements. And that's the last thing we want. That's our highest priority during the storm is to reduce the risk of basement backups. Right now, the biggest remaining threat to clean water is polluted runoff the stuff that runs off the streets and parking lots every single time it rains or the snow melts. The only area where water quality has improved in this area is the combined sewer area. And that's uh, about a third of Milwaukee and half of Shorewood. Since Tunnel's been online, we've uh, captured and cleaned 98.5% of every single drop of water that's gotten into the regional sewer system. It's made a huge difference. The pump is shutting down. Oh, where is it? Most of it is 300 feet underground. The northwest side, which starts it, well, it goes out to county grounds. That one is about 165 feet underground. Runs pretty much underneath the Menominee River. When the elevator doors opened and we arrived in the pump room, it definitely felt like we were way underground. So much so there were actually stalactites forming on the ceiling. It felt like a big underground cave, truly urban spelunking. And MMSD runs this operation with three main pumps that are cycling between work and rest, but they don't do it all alone. They've got some help from a company called Veolia. We are the number one provider of water and municipal services, I think worldwide. In the United States, we have about 10,000 employees. We have three different businesses, so we have our municipal water, our hazardous waste, and then also an energy component division. We are under the municipal water umbrella, and so then here at the two plants and within the conveyance system team, we have about 216 employees that, as Bill said, operate, maintain, manage the facilities, the conveyance system, deep tunnel, um, on behalf of the district, but it's a very close partnership and then there's a lot of projects we work on together. And, you know, we have a lot of maintenance personnel who are maintaining, replacing things. They're crucial. They're absolutely crucial. And, and uh, the amount of maintenance and, and stuff that goes into it is it, people wouldn't believe. 
push the up button, please? <laughs> we made it back to the surface. We're here to tell the tale. But while we were there, we got the invite to uh, look around a little bit more. And right next door, I mean, we, we, we've been talking a lot about Jones Island here on Urban Spelunking. Uh, we talked about that Jones Island documentary. We uh, previewed, the, of course, the deep tunnel in this episode. But there's also another big operation there that bears our name on it. Milorganite. Mm-hmm. That's because yeah. we all contribute, right? <laughs> we all contribute. That's right. When we got there, I was like, ooh, it's fragrant. And he's like, smells like money. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He did say <laughs> Smells like lower taxes. I was yes. Like, that's, yes. That's one way to spin it there, Bill. But it was actually very interesting. It was. Going yeah. to the Milorganite plant. I know you've been there before and seeing how they make this product. And actually, it's not as... It's not poop. It's people, not poop, people yes. People think it's poop, but it's not poop. And you, you you make it very clear in your story, too, in the first paragraph. Like, let's just get this number out of the one, way. Number <laughs> one, it's not made of number two. <laughs> so I got to say, this whole time, I definitely thought we were, we were basically going into like a poop oven, but it's no, not right. that. It's, Although you could argue if you are what you eat. The fact that it's made of the organisms that eat the poop yeah. means it's the poop, I it's guess. It's poop adjacent. Right? You know, poop adjacent, right? You know. But it's not really. It's not the poop itself because that actually is a, a solid that gets sent to another MMSD location, and we'll talk about this next week, but that goes into a biodigester that, that makes methane gas that they use for energy. So yeah. that's poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Well, it was very fascinating, and definitely subscribe and get this episode delivered to you next week if you've ever been curious about the smell of Milwaukee and how that Milorganite is made underneath the Hone Bridge. Make sure you join us. We've got new episodes of Urban Spelunking every Thursday from On Milwaukee and 88.9. And definitely take a moment to rate and review the podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. If you can leave us some stars, five preferably. Five, yeah, five. <laughs> that would be great. Six if it goes that high. Yeah, whatever. Maybe the seven. max number. And I have a PSA before we go. Yes. When we were there looking at the, they have a, they have another shaft for the ah, deep tunnel yes, yes, that yes. they send, mm-hmm. they drop a bucket into with, you know, at the end of a crane. And they use it to clean out. There's a screen in the deep tunnel that filters out all of the solid stuff, what they call the floatables. Mm. Uh, One of those things Bill mentioned being basketballs. Oddly, I don't know how all those basketballs get down there, but they do. And at the top of this thing, scattered all over on the ground, were baby wipes. Yes. And like cleaning wipes and stuff. So-called flushable wipes. Do not flush your wipes. They clog up the system. They make a mess. And they're really nasty looking when you see them laying out there on the yeah, sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little surprised. I mean, what are they going to do, right? But I mean, they're everywhere. You go out there. They're and not it's... toilet paper. They don't disintegrate. Like toilet paper is the way it is because it basically like, you know, disintegrates in the water, right? You, yeah. You see how it comes apart when it gets wet. The wipes don't do that. No matter what they say, that's not happening. And so don't flush them. So based on our own experience stepping on your flushable wipes at Jones <laughs> Island, we can say they don't they don't disintegrate. That is our PSA. All right, PSAs and more here on Urban Spelunking. We'll In see lieu you of next- trivia, PSA. <laughs> Perfect. We'll see you next week. <laughs>